So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What's going on, everybody? It's the Fast and Below Average Podcast. It is March 21st, the first day of March Madness. The tournament has begun. I know productivity is probably way down on the hill because you guys have spring break coming up. Uh, how's it going, Archie? We did it again. We did do it again. <laughs> Ah, took a little break took a little breather i don't know how many people are consistent weekly listeners i hope there's a lot of you but if you're not a consistent weekly visitor or listener then uh we didn't do anything you have nothing to worry about yep yeah actually our premium users got last week's podcast but everyone else didn't yeah so and the uh, the premium users also got one on uh monday when we put out the other podcast now i i think um it's just it once again. It's a tough time of year. It's even tougher now because, uh, unfortunately, the ba- men's basketball season and women's basketball season's over. Hockey season's over. Uh, both you know good showings. Like at the end of the day, it's just tough. Um, playing. I mean, Mountain West isn't a Power Five conference, but it's still you know up there. Nevada's in the tournament. Um, Recognition's then, over. Yeah, all that's over. So it's just like for us to like really get excited about juicy stuff to talk about. Honor guard um, training is just just starting to just starting to heat up. So just ramping up. Yeah, those guys will be uh, those guys will be recognized by early 2022. So if they're lucky, yeah. But we do have a little bit of news going on. Um, some serious, actually, a little bit serious. We won't dive too deep into it because it's not really our place or our brand. But uh, several thousand security cameras have been and are going to be installed at USAFA for security. And um, it comes on the heels of when the superintendents of all three academies went to Congress and talked about what's going on with sexual assault. Some pretty baffling numbers. Uh, There was a report that at USAFA last year, uh, 747 students said that they experienced unwanted sexual contact. So I don't know exactly what that means. We're not even here to speculate on it. But that is seriously a crazy number. Um, and if this is a step that they need to take, then I think it's fine. The thing, the big red flag for me that scared me when I hear that um, is what exactly is the extent to which they're going to use these cameras. Because the way, and it's, it's easy to, when I think back, I think about how crazy it is. And not crazy necessarily in a bad way or that it's wrong, but how just how mind-boggling it really is that cadet conduct issues are basically treated almost in the same vein as if it were a criminal charge. Like the way that they do honor boards and that kind of thing, gathering evidence, doing essentially a trial, all that stuff. So at what point are they going to use these cameras? Is it going to be for only criminal behavior or is it going to be someone some amt is overlooking the cameras during a briefing to see who's walking out in the hallways and that to me is kind of a a scary thought if they're going to use this as a tool to 
catch cadets just doing everyday things that might be against the CSP versus just for serious crimes. Yeah, and I think it's kind of, I mean, I I think it's a natural progression to like start installing cameras at certain places. Most major institutions have that, and if it does make people feel safe, then by all means do it. But just like you said, there's kind of that that line where you don't really know where to draw. And I think perfect example of this is uh, Wolfram Gate from like 2013 or whatever it was, when yeah. basically unbeknownst to everyone else, or maybe we should have been smart enough and known that they basically had access to everything you do on your computer at all times when you're on the network. And yeah. um, if you guys don't know this, a bunch of kids were taking a calc test with a bunch of derivatives and used Wolfram Alpha in class, and it was an on-computer test. And then they retroactively went back, like six months later, they went back and looked at each person's taking the test during the time of the test and what they could see exactly what was on their computer screen. So they were able to tell who was cheating by using Wolfram Alpha, which is basically a function that gives you the answer to a derivative. So it's like, I doubt they, were, they installed that technology for the intent of catching kids cheating, but then, like, what was the trigger that made that be okay for them to use at that time? And I don't think they used it since. And I'm sure there was there was opportunities for them to use it to try and catch people cheating since then, and they haven't. So I don't really know where the line is drawn or if there's any official writing that kind of dictates when they're allowed to use that kind of stuff. Obviously, you know, legitimate criminal things would be an important factor that obviously you would use everything you could. But then when it's just, like, cadet crime you know that does isn't really real in real life you know how, how does yeah. that come into effect because i mean how easy is that for an aoc to look over at 10 o'clock every day after they had their meetings while they're having a cup of coffee how easy would it be for them to just go back and look and say okay we're gonna see who skipped breakfast this morning like whoever's doors didn't open at six fifty or whatever to walk over right uh all of a sudden i'm gonna have all them in my office i think that's a that's a dangerous precedent uh to kind of set yeah, it's and like it, it's like Cadet Commission went into his room at six PM and never came out. How did he go to the bathroom? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, exactly. I need to check his sink. Like where yeah, do we draw so, the line here? Yeah, so that's that's kind of a, a dangerous thing. And it's just like I think it comes down to if you may if you're too removed, maybe you can't rem- put yourself in, in the scenario of a cadet when sometimes you just gotta get skip breakfast and it's not always the end of the world if nothing happens if you don't get caught you don't get caught that's how you roll the dice but if you have this kind of 24 7 monitoring that's a scary thing yeah and i think it's like it's if you make a deal with the devil you need to be able to accept the consequences right but if you now have something that monitors every time you maybe don't do something in accordance with the csp or the rules then i feel like you can't really you can't really learn like what what risk reward kind of stuff maybe this is the wrong way to go about talking about it but i think you know what i mean it's like there's rules in place for a reason if you're trying to teach integrity for a reason then you can't just be monitoring everything somebody does yeah well and i know the, i know the answer to a lot of this from coming from like higher up and aoc level and even the like more proper cadets is going to be well you shouldn't be doing whatever you got caught doing and yeah that's the case but that's also i mean these people are human and I think learning the difference between something that's illegal or morally reprehensible versus something that's just against the rules, there's a huge difference. And I think that there are some people at the academy, based on my experiences and some of the uh, punishments I've gotten, who don't know that line. And they treat skipping breakfast 
as just seriously just as bad as if you were to commit a crime yeah like it's it's unbelievable the way some people think so hopefully uh it'll be a little bit restricted they didn't comment on exactly how they're going to be used and they the only thing that they did say was no additional manpower would be required uh to monitor the tapes which leads me to believe that they're not going to have full access um they can just go back and rewatch. Yeah, just rewatch in case they do need to like subpoena those things. And again, I don't, I don't know the legal side because I know that a lot. I mean, obviously, the bottom line is that when you, when you join the military, when you, uh, hold up your right hand and take like the oath of office and stuff, you or or whether it's the oath of enlistment, then you're giving up a lot of the things that protect you against, you know, due process and search and seizure. That's why they're allowed to go in and give your room an MWH inspection versus. Uh, you know, they wouldn't be able to do that if you were off base, that kind of thing. These are all just rights, essentially, that you're kind of waiving by the virtue of being in the military. And um, I don't know, but it's just a really, it's a really sketchy thing. And it's, it's kind of just, once again, just where do you draw that line? And I don't think, I think not having an answer on that makes it uh, yeah, just a little scary. So that's just something. And here's the other thing. We've talked about this a million times. For us, if it would have been we went from no cameras to now all of a sudden we have cameras, that's shocking. It's kind of terrifying. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. When we have cadets now who are going to be coming in the class of 2023 and they don't know any different, it's just going to become the new norm to them. So I think that's probably why we haven't even heard much about it is just because it's kind of like, well, people are getting used to it because supposedly they've already put in several thousand cameras. Yeah. I think it's also, I mean, like we said, if it – if it adds benefit and it reduces the those numbers that we talked about earlier, then obviously there's some benefit to it. But it is probably also just a response to, you know, you, you got to do something about this stuff. And clearly sitting us down and talking about sexual assault for 30 minutes every two weeks isn't working. So what's the next step? You know, it's like yeah. they got to show Congress that they're trying to do something. So you can't. Yeah, can't really. Exactly. And they were I mean, they were realistic. I read some of the highlights from the. Uh from the, the questioning and basically the answer is well, we can't have an AOC or an AMT in there 24 seven, nor would we ever want to. And I think that is the thing, but like bottom, regardless of what, what that 747 students saying that they've experienced unwanted sexual contact, regardless of what that means, that number is way, it's just way too high. It's a ridiculously high number. Ideally you would want it to, to zero. Um, and I think that that's, Probably not possible because of, you know, just how some people are, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good trade-off, but again, if they start getting too outside the scope of the intent of the cameras, that's where the precedent is kind of becomes dangerous, but that's really all we got on that. Two dumb guys trying to talk about like (laughs) legality, legality and like reducing a serious epidemic that's going on in the United States. So that's about all, all the brain power you're going to get from us. Um, the next thing that's kind of in the news is the air, we've talked about this before, but it had an interesting wording. So we were talking about getting some of the land on USAFA annexed and giving it to Colorado Springs. Initially, I was super against this because I was sort of of the opinion that us giving up some of our land is just not a good thing. It's a weird, I think, defensive reaction that I kind of had to the story. But the more and more I think about it, 
I say bring it on. I say give them give Colorado Springs all the land up to literally the cadet area. Can you imagine right outside of the cadet area <laughs> having a Chipotle? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Literally in between Jack's Valley and Lower Tudig, you have like a Jamba Juice. I think that'd be amazing. You wouldn't have to build in the hour to get on and off base into your schedule just to go get exactly it's just running down there so i think it would improve grades but one of the funny the funny thing is about this is the headline was air force academy may get new visitor center if land is blighted enough and i looked up what blighted means and it's when you kind of like destroy something but it's also uh has to do with plants so i think they're talking about getting rid of a lot of the trees and natural stuff and leveling the land and allowing the the visitor center to be an accessible place for people from Colorado Springs to get to. So I think it's a good thing. I, I also have a thing about, well, I think visiting the Academy, if you're just a random visitor and it's a lot of people who I feel like are on cross country road trips who stop at the Academy and all they really do is they go to the visitor center and then walk over and watch noon meal formation. And so that's really all there is to do there. So I think if they made the, the visitor center a little bit better, it could be kind of cool. Yeah, but I do kind of like, like you were talking about earlier, the first time you heard about mm-hmm. it, we kind of had a knee-jerk reaction to be against it. And I think maybe that has to do with a deeper topic of, you kind of feel like it's the Academy mm-hmm. versus the Springs a lot, which is kind of contrary to maybe what people believe, but maybe it's the Gazette, maybe it's Colorado Springs Community College or... Or uh, what's the other one? UCCS and CC. Uh, CC, yeah, Colorado College and like some of the sports playing them, but sometimes it does kind of feel like it's the academy versus the Springs, not necessarily like integrated with the Springs as much as they may want you to believe that. Yeah, I don't get the feeling that Colorado Spring. Like, I don't get the feeling that the the stands at Falcon Stadium are filled with people from the Springs that don't have an affiliation to the academy whether it's their own military service or whatever the case is. I just get the feeling that most of the people are some way attached to the academy. So I think if that... And they're, I mean, they do a lot of... They're doing a lot of stuff. They're making a lot of moves. And, and this is... I don't know how much Nathan Pine has had uh, to do with this, but I'm sure he probably has some sort of say because, I don't know, they do a lot of athletic like merchandise sales and Air Force Academy Athletic corporation i'm kind of pulling this out of my behind here but uh i think that might be the case so maybe he has some kind of play in it but it would be a good way to get those people in and kind of involved and see what's going on it's weird too if you really think about it because it's hard to put yourself into the shoes of colorado springs residents but it's a little bit ominous and kind of menacing just seeing this this like structure up on a hill it kind of looks like it is overlooking the springs so I think if you're uninitiated and you're just from Colorado Springs and you just see that, you're like, what is going on up there? Yeah. You're doing some kind of <laughs> experiments on these kids or something. Yeah, that's a good point. Seeing what happens if they live on a diet of Monday pasta and twice a month chicken fingers. <laughs> so. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next topic, big news. This is a direct Nathan Pine thing. Uh, so it's a company called Tailgate Guys, um, and what they do is it's turnkey tailgates um, that they have at different universities, and Air Force Academy is the newest partner with them. Basically, they offer different packages, and they can kind of tailor it to whatever you need, whether it's a tailgate for four people 
or it's up for, I think they said they can do up to 2,000 people. They'll set up tents, they'll set up porta-potties for you, uh, they'll, work with, they'll, they'll work with Colorado Springs to bring in food vendors, alcohol, all that kind of stuff. And I actually was, it was crazy when it got announced because I was looking into something like this uh, because if you don't know if you're a new listener, I don't know if you just haven't been paying attention kind of thing, we do a tailgate every year uh, at the Inner Service Academy game that's at USAFA, and we've done it. We've done what two now? Yeah, or three? Two, two. Okay, just two. Um, and we always have. We, I mean, we've worked with Anheuser Busch as kind of a sponsor for us, who's provided us with free beer, and it's always been a good time. But we've run into issues like logistical issues, whether it's hanging up banners or getting a spot that's close to porta potties, or whatever the case may be, and so. I was kind of looking into maybe an event coordinator who could improve our experience. That way it's not you and I setting up and we can actually go around and just talk to people and kind of hang out and enjoy ourselves uh, versus going there, trying to set everything up and then tearing everything down and getting in there halfway into the first half and missing kickoff. And hopefully eventually they'll fly our flag during the flyover, but that's besides the point. Um, and so I think this could be like a really cool opportunity and an option. And I think that it also goes to speak on a more deep level about how Nathan Pine is viewing the Academy and how to get more people in the stands and how to get draw up more excitement. Because I think personally compared to, and I haven't been to West Point, but I've been to Navy and I think our tailgate scene is just trash. And there's a lot of stuff that it has to do with the fact that you have to drive on base uh, the fact that there's limited hours when if you don't have a military ID that you can get on, uh, you can't leave stuff overnight, which is, I mean, understandable. Uh, but then you have to deal with a non-paved parking lot. It's essentially a dirt lot, and it's on a hill, so that's an issue for maybe people who are handicapped, uh, people who have a tough time getting around. There's just a lot of stuff that really needs to be improved, but this is a way to make improvements without spending any money or actually doing anything. And I think that's the kind of out-of-box thinking that we needed from a guy like Nathan Pine. So I am so on board with this. And I think we probably should have tried to secure some kind of deal with them or something before we started tooting their horn, but I have no problem with it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, and obviously we, we still got to um, smooth out some of the details for us, but we have uh, abided by the opposite of fake it till you make it. So basically on our tailgates, like last, last year, we, would, we went to great lengths to make like this massive banner and we're imagining all these people taking pictures and putting them on it. And then uh, forget that every year it just so happens that the winds are at like 69 miles an hour for every inner yeah. academy game. So the banner's not staying up. And then we just have a pile of beer and speakers, and, <laughs> which is great. But up until yeah. about the first, you need to get about fun. 25 people on board. To really stick it out until people actually start sticking around. And by the end, we had a mob, but it was just pretty humorous in the beginning. We just had a pile of beer and some speakers. Yeah, and there's always a few guys who roll up and like, is this the tailgate? Like, you guys said you were going to do? And we're like, yeah, just stay. I promise it's going to be fun. So I think if we could just show up, have everything. And what I was thinking, too, is it would be... I haven't had a problem, and this stays, this stays between us the listeners let's not go running to academy staff or anything like that and telling them but just having that amount of beer it's been fine but i definitely think having somebody actually serving it is would be better 
for an extra. Year. You know, commissions growing up. So. Yeah, I don't know. I was I never saw any underage or anything like that, but there uh definitely some people who drank maybe a little more than they should have enjoyed the free beer, which that's that's what it's there for, that's fine. Um and maybe, you know, some people who were kind of on duty who should have been I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear anybody out, but <laughs> maybe if we got it set up and also just offering better options. Like if we could if we could pay back some of our give back to the Falcon faithful some of our sweet, sweet t-shirt and flag money in the way of an open bar. I think that would be awesome. So I'm excited. They haven't even launched yet, uh, but we've got some contact information with them. So we're going to see. There's also like a few logistical problems because our tailgates are different because over the course of the pregame, we might not have 300 people at one time, but at any given time we might have 120 people and they kind of come in and out and they filter in and out. And over the course of a few hours, maybe we've seen three or 400 people. So uh, that might be kind of an issue because it seems like they basically want people to go up and just kind of stay there in the tailgate and hang out there and do like wristbands or something. So I don't know. There's some logistical stuff that we need to work out, but this is the exact kind of thing that I was thinking to improve the fan experience. And then up next, we were saying like what I would love to see, these are just hard concrete suggestions. Love to see the parking lot get leveled and paved because you can't hang anything up. The ground is way too hard to drive anything. That's why there's only a few tents out there. And uh, I think it would probably help with the wind, too, because it's not coming down the mountain. But as proven by how bad we are at making signs, <laughs> I don't exactly know what I'm talking about when it comes to physics and wind and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, those are just a few things. And I think, I think if they could even extend that, maybe bring the tailgate guys back out for that uh, NHL game or bring them out because we've done concerts. We, we had like Brad Paisley yeah. last year for a concert. Just do all those. Like that, it's it's a good deal. It's a good idea, and I think it get people excited. How? Because how cool would that be? Because it's one of those things where it's like, win or lose, we booze. If you're just a kid in the Springs or a college student, and you hear, oh, let's go to an Air Force game, and it's you look at the forecast and it's like cold. And our season hasn't been going well. That's not fun. But if someone says, hey, we got a tailgate guys thing, you go there, you have satellite TV, cold drinks, food, your own area, all that. It's awesome. So there's your free ad, tailgate guys. So get at us. Free, yeah. Free ad. So we will take uh, like 69% yeah. off or something. Uh, okay. Let's get into some segments. We don't have many segments. This actually might be kind of a short episode. Unless you and I just want to talk some nonsense at the end. So, behind enemy lines, I did not find anything for Army. We're in that dreaded time of year when kids are getting in, <laughs> high school kids are getting into the academies. And every time I search for Naval Academy or West Point Army Military Academy, it's uh, standout JROTC cadet from Tupelo, Mississippi gets into West Point. And then they got a picture of the kid's dorky <laughs> mug, and he's standing there with like a congressman. <sighs> so awful like just let all the stories rise to the top where i can make fun of west point there is really insert, nothing insert quote about uh, a higher calling and not wanting to do the status quo yeah and uh how they got accepted into like an ivy league school but turned it turned it down to serve their country yeah and thank you for your service and then make 90 percent <laughs> of the information about what happens as a cadet and what happens after you graduate yeah, and how you wake up at 4 a.m and you go to sleep at 3 a.m yeah these kids you're doing these... astrophysics and 
these kids have with Elon Musk. Yeah, these kids have eight guys in their in their graduating class. Yet somehow they think they're <laughs> going to be number one at West Point and get offered a direct slot as an astronaut. Like, well, they were valedictorians, so yeah, one out of eight. So better than nothing. Yeah, but anyway, I did find a little story. It's not really Navy, but it's kind of tangentially related to Navy. So the Annapolis Yacht Club cancels an appearance by a coach embroiled in college cheating scandal. So what we are obviously talking about is the Annapolis Yacht Club is, I guess it's a club that kids from four high schools in the Annapolis area go to. uh, And the guy who was going to come and talk to them, I believe, was the former Stanford coach. And the bottom line is that he took $270,000 in bribe money, not for himself, but for his program, his sailing program, uh, in exchange for letting in kids under the sailing blue chip, uh, who weren't supposed to go there. It's it's the whole thing is tied to that uh, Lori Laughlin from Full House and Felicity Huffman, who's in uh, Desperate Housewives, and all those other people basically paying to get their kids in, and uh, yeah. So this guy was the Navy head coach for like ten years of their sailing club or their sailing team. And uh, tough look, but what I will say, guess who sailing team did not get caught in any controversy? Armies. Yusafos. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Really? So I don't know if we have a Tizo sailing team, we get a lot of those videos, or if we, or what the deal is, but we are looking clean as a whistle on this one. Yeah, you put us in comparison to Navy, and our sailing team has to be at least in the top three for service academy. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. So that's that's good for them. But uh, I don't know. That $270,000, he didn't even get the money. It went to the sailing team. That is, I think he shouldn't be fired. I know he pled guilty in a, in a Boston court on like the 12th or something. But I I don't know, man. That's like, how are you going to get that guy in trouble when he's just making money for his team? Like if it went directly also, to him, I get it. But I can't, like you never hear like, and maybe it's because you never hear about sailing teams, but you never hear the sailing team being strapped for cash. You know, it's like, man, I could really use some new oars, so I need that two hundred seventy-five thousand for my team. What kind of sailing stuff could you buy? I guess you'd just buy a new boat with two hundred seventy thousand dollars. You could buy some oars, maybe some nice new polos. You could buy the uh, some Sperry's, some some topsiders, some topsiders. If you're Yusafa, you could just buy a place to actually sail. What was the name of the boat in uh, in Step Brothers? You could buy that boat. In Step Brothers. Oh, uh, shoot. Did they say the name of the boat in the movie? I'm sure. Yeah, Gilded Lady. Maybe that was it. You could buy the Gilded Lady. I'm sure you could probably get it at a fraction of 270 now, considering the damage that was done to it. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. But at the same time, Prestige Worldwide did film their first music video there. So, I don't know. Maybe that increased the value a little bit. bit. Yeah. Yeah, but this is brutal. I mean, you hate, it's kind of one of those things you really hate to see. And like I said, if he was doing it for himself, then it's like, okay, put the guy's feet to the fire. But he got the money for his program. And you can't tell me that people inside the organization or inside admissions weren't facilitating this so it sucks to see but someone's got to go down in it i guess um and hopefully we hear that's the one thing you will not hear 
anything about people paying off. Actually, how wild would that be if people were paying to get into USAFA? <laughs> and I said this. I posted a thing. I posted a meme about uh, like Lori Laughlin, like a Full House meme joke about basically the college cheating scandal. And I put in the caption, guarantee you there are some parents out there who would pay half a million dollars for their kids to get into USAFA. And I stand by that. Like I've met some oh, parents absolutely. who they would, they would spend any amount of money to get their kid in. Yeah. So like, let's see how much we can pay to make our kids suffer. Yeah. Also a little peek behind the curtain. Um, me and commission don't, I think we've talked about this. We don't always communicate uh, what we're posting. We did in the beginning, but now it's just kind of, uh, we're in the trust tree. So we just kind of understand what's going to be funny or what's not going to be funny. Yeah. Sometimes we miss, but most times it's a hitter. And you posted that meme, and it took me two days to realize what it was about. I, I thought that it was, was going to happen to you. It was getting a lot of likes, and I was like, what am I missing here? Like, it's people in a car. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, old Aunt Becky got left behind. <laughs> I figured that was – and that's what the funny part is, is like uh, the same thing will happen uh, with some of yours. I'll be like, what is he getting at? And it'll be doing well, and then I'm like – you know what? That's just how we compliment each other. So <laughs> it was actually kind of bothering me, though. So you, I was like, okay, you could I don't get it. So maybe if you're a viewer out there, maybe some people are more commish brained, some people are more Archie brained, and if you don't like one, you just got to <laughs> stick around for a little while because another one's going to get posted. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay, so the next segment I wanted to do. Normally we do a soups list, but today I wanted to do a March madness final four kind of i mean kind of unnecessary but whatever uh but a march final four march madness final four of stuff to do while you're restricted i was talking i was reminiscing i had a buddy come in my roommate this is this is just like cool so i had a, a buddy that shows how yusuf is and he flies c-17s and he called me and was like hey i'm flying into the base near your house uh let's hang out and so he flew in picked him up and uh we hung out for like two days he was supposed to fly but got canceled due to weather and so we just hung out for a couple days and it was like just one of those cool surreal experiences um and then while he was sitting here he got a text saying hey you're flying to norway next week so i don't know if that's like classified i don't think it is but uh what a what a cool life being a uh you know academy grad i don't think that happens very often um so my point about that is we were kind of reminiscing about stories about how we were both restricted senior year um, for different dumb things, and I got restricted for I – pro- I probably told something. I'm not going to go deep into the story, but basically I got a positive DI hit that was the biggest nonsense you will ever hear in your entire life. Uh, basically, I got a new phone the week before. The, the biggest what? Nonsense. <laughs> nonsense? Like N-U-N? Just N-O-N-E. Absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. All right. Anyway, you have told this story, but give him the give him the spark notes. All right, spark notes. Uh, got a new phone. Went off base. Camus was down. Asked my buddy, "What's you... Camus?" They'll say. Oh yeah, what's Camus? It's how we used to sign out. Camus was legitimately down. Asked my roommate, "Hey, are you doing anything tonight?" He goes, "No." Uh, ultimately, he gets completely hammered. Locks the door. Uh, forgets to tell the people that I was signed out. And uh, I woke up to some angry phone calls. So I was restricted for a little while, uh, senior year. And so I will say, as much as it was awful, 
because all I had, and it was funny because I didn't have a certain amount of time. I think it maybe it was like two weeks. I forget how punishments work. But it was basically just like as soon as I finished up my confinements, I was done. But I thought it was nonsense. So I didn't sit my confinements for a long time and I was just stayed restricted. I didn't really care because I saved money. Um, and it was, there was some stuff that was good about it. So for the Rad, first. Radex, Radex was popping off that yeah, month. Dude. You had everything going for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Your mom sent you Godfather's pizza coupons. It's like, buddy, what's the point in leaving? Actually, I don't know if they still do this. See, this is the thing where I don't even know like what they do anymore. For a little while, they were doing construction on the Tizo over by where you could get into a hall, but they were doing. Um, they had delivery. They had dudes from uh, Godfather's. Oh yeah. Get on golf carts and they would deliver to the stairwells on the Tizo. And so you could just pop down there, like just wearing your robe, pick up your pizza, and just go back to your room. Diarrhea delivered to the door. <laughs> yeah. So the first one that I have uh, in the first matchup, I have sleep versus online shopping. And so just to break those down, sleeping is one of the best is the best thing you can do at the academy because one of the famous phrases that I don't know how much it's used anymore it might be a little bit antiquated, but you can't stop the clock. That is 100% true. Graduation is coming, whether you like it or not. Obviously, there's some things that you can do to prevent yourself from graduating. But for the most part, you just got to find a way to make the time pass, check the boxes of the stuff that you're supposed to do, and get out of there with your diploma and your second lieutenant bars. So, what I, I say uh, that... If, kind of on, on uh, to piggyback off of that, my father, who is a service academy grad from back in the day said that his roommate would sleep constantly and his quote was that the more time i'm sleeping the less time i'm here so exactly you're kind of a, you're, you're escaped during that time exactly yeah and i was thinking about it i don't think i have slept as well since i've graduated like the like as good a sleep as i did when i was a cadet on just the and not every day but there was there were certain days, like a Friday when you were just staying in at the academy, and I had my I realized I had my bed perfect. You could you could not feel anything that was going on in the mattress. I had the double eggshell folded in half, and then I had the memory foam on top of it. The thing was like eight inches high, and I would just sleep in that, like get into my little corner, open the window, and two blankets and just pass out. And those were some of the those were some of the deepest best sleeps that I ever had, and I don't think I've even matched it uh, since graduating. Really, like there have been some long days and stuff where I kind of like sleep well, but there was just something about that. Um, yeah. And then my other one is online shopping. If you're restricted and you know that you're going to be restricted for a while, and you have that cadet paycheck that comes in, and you have no other responsibilities, and that's just spending money for you. Uh, wiser men would say invest it. I say blow it all in the first weekend if you're going to be restricted. <laughs> Save enough so you can get Subway. But other than that, just buy that really cool, really stupid thing that you want for your room. One time, yeah, uh, I agree with that. I wasn't restricted, but one weekend, uh, my roommate and I wanted to like, I guess, save money by not going to the bars and stuff. And we just ended up going to Home Depot and just getting a gigantic plant. The thing was like seven feet high. We got that and we got, uh, I don't know, just a bunch of random stuff. Like a lamp that had black light in it, which we like basically immediately realized that was a terrible idea for our room. 
because <laughs> of all the things, the 60 years of stains that it uncovered. But Well, it's funny because you stay in the same, it's literally the same designed room for four years. So doing so much as getting a lamp or like a different picture or something can just totally change the mood. Oh, yeah. That's why I was a big candle guy. Yeah. You know? I think you were too. Oh, a huge candle guy. We're both still big candle guys. Yeah. I remember one time Commission and I um, went to Marshall's or Ross. Yep. And he was like, he knew basically the ins and outs of which candles to get, how to get the best prices, and what combination from different brands you could use to get the smell you wanted. Yeah, dude. And that's when I knew I wasn't that big of a candle guy. Yeah, sandalwood, sandalwood with like perennial flowers is uh is just an outstanding combo i'm yeah candles are definitely one of my passions just burning them um at any given time i could have like four or five going i guess you could just make your like house or room not smell bad you wouldn't have to do it but Eh, that's too much work yeah big on the candle game though uh, I, I think guess what I'm getting at is the, something little like that can totally change the mood of your room. Weren't those like a, like? Can you not have candles too? Oh yeah, they were illegal. Big, big time illegal. They, that was locked drawer stuff. Can you imagine that with uh, the with the the cameras now? AMT gets <laughs> it on Monday. See you smuggling in just like a few wicks. A few Yankees. Yeah, a few Yanks. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do doing some Yankee candle backdoor deals. MWH. Yeah, MWH inspection. Someone comes in and finds just your stash of apple cinnamon. That's why you just have to get um, dirty ABU sock scented Yankee candles, and then nobody will know that you have a candle in there. Exactly. That's that's a good play. So those are my first two. Um, And I'll give you – let's just do this matchup first. So sleep versus online shopping, what you got? I am going with online shopping. Online shopping gives you a purpose to live. If you order something on Monday, maybe a, maybe a computer game, something that you can use in the room, just like you said, especially if you're restricted, and you know it's supposed to get in like Friday, first off, it keeps you on your toes because am I going to get a pink, am I going to get the slip in my post, in my mailbox? Am I going to get the key? Or God yeah. forbid, am I going to have to go to the C store and wait in line? And get it from UPS or whatever oh, USP, whatever that, that was. Yeah, I don't even know that if that's still a thing. I I hope not for the sake of cadet sanity. Yeah. But assuming you actually get it, it give it literally like every day you check the status. You know it's not going to be here till Friday, but you assume that somehow it came overnight, and it kind of gives you motivation. It gives you to get to the weekend, so then you can get it. And then you're ultimately it's going to be underwhelming, and you'll probably be tired of it after a few hours. But yeah. whatever it is, it, it just gives you that little bit of drive. I think. I mean, I still have that today. You know, I order something, and it could be something minuscule, but you're just waiting for that package to arrive. Yeah, ordering stuff online is, especially on Amazon, is a drug because you're just constantly chasing that feeling of. Oh, something's coming. And then as soon as it gets there, you're just like, I've had times where I know I have a package and I don't even remember what it is. And I'm just so excited to get the package. And then I get completely disappointed by what it is like, Oh yeah. Like this package is going to get here in a couple of days and you get it. And it's just a book. You're like, oh. But that feeling, that's what you're chasing. So sometimes right. I'll, I'll order stuff. I don't even need anything. Not to brag. <laughs> well, we got commission money bags over here. Yeah. Not to ordering brag. books when he doesn't need them. Yeah, catch me reading. I don't know. I actually did order a book the other day on Amazon. Got in. It's about golf. What are you it's gonna do good. with it? 
might 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 mess around and read it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna messed around and read four chapters. Yeah, I might tell you on that. I also have a horrible thing about not finishing books. I think what they should do is offer books where the first two thirds are on paper, and then that last third is a book on tape, like an audio book. <laughs> because i can do that like the number of books that i've mostly read but haven't finished is up there or it's like skip to page 320 if you want like a one page summary of the final final like six chapters yeah dude i've like forgotten how to read kind of no i can read but i realize when i'm reading a book that's just something that's supposed to be that's supposed to enrich me or it's supposed to be enjoyable i'll start reading it and start thinking about something else before I know it, I've read the last five pages, but I have no clue what's going on. Dude, isn't that weird? Like, our brains can do that? I did that the other day. I read, I tried to read a book, and I got, like, one chapter in, and I realized, I, I was like, I just wasted an hour. I need to go back and reread it because I don't remember anything. Yeah, you think that's, like, a millennial thing or something? I mean, to be fair, I was looking on Instagram the whole time while I was flipping through pages. But... Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you, though, on online shopping. I think it adds an exciting element. The only thing that I would detract from is uh, is that walk. If you are if you don't live in Mandy, the walk over to the, to the mailroom is a long and lonely one if you get yellow-slipped or if it's just not there yet. Yeah. I was a Vandy Tower prince, so we, we, lived, in the, we lived the high life over there. Yeah. Um... All right, so the next two is going to be attend Falcon Sports and then eat Subway. So attending Falcon Sports, the biggest thing that people need to realize is that, and I think it's been there's been a little bit of a resurgence with how many people were at Clune this year for a lot of the basketball games and stuff, but attending Falcon Sports is can be really exciting, especially and if you're restricted. And I'm trying to think about the way that I can say this to where like the advice to where they could legally do it. Let's say there's a lacrosse game going on at Falcon Stadium. I'm pretty sure you can tailgate that as long as you're not in uniform. Like I think I don't know if that's like a drinking zone or not, but you go up to the up to the gas station, load up, have a nice little tailgate and go into the game. That's a good afternoon. Yeah, I think it's going to directly deter like my decision can be directly determined on how many people are going. If there's a lot of people going to the sports, the sports games, then I want to go to support the game. Yeah. If there's a lot of people going to Subway, I don't want to go to Subway because that line's going to be out the door and they're probably going to be out of Buffalo Chicken by the time I get up there. So if we're just talking neutral, I'm still going to go sports because I'd rather have the uh, chicken tender basket from Clune at an Air Force hockey game than any Subway sandwich. That's a good point. See, my, my argument, though, for eating Subway is that it's just such a quintessential thing to do when you're restricted. Like, everybody sees that kid. Like, if you're leaving on a Saturday to go out to Denver or something... You'll see that kid walking across the Tizo in NPC his gear. NPC gear, swinging <laughs> with a subway bag, swinging at his just in his left hand. Subway, yeah. he's just slanging subs. Yeah, that's a good point. There, it is like very nostalgic, kind of just thinking back on that. It's probably snowing. He's got a hood up to try and just, so nobody knows who he is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then uh, so for the championship, online shopping versus attending Falcon Sports. Uh, I'm gonna have to go online shopping i think it's the w that like i said that high that is a package there yeah i'm with you it gives you that reason to live yeah what's some i'm trying to think of some of the most ridiculous stuff that i ordered most ridiculous thing i probably ordered as a cadet was a foot bath 
Oh, that's good. I think one of the first things I ordered is uh, me and my roommate both ordered little mini like electric helicopters. Those are cool. Because those are like perfect size to fly around the room. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, mine broke immediately because I had no control over it and the props just broke. But, nice. Um, um, what else you got? I also ordered, I'm trying to think of dually year stuff, you know. I ordered um, Borderlands for the computer and I ordered a uh, like a PC controller because I'm not a gamer so I don't know how to like it really works so I just ordered like a controller that was essentially a PlayStation controller for my computer. Yeah, that's pretty good. That helped. That kept me entertained for a little while. Yeah, I uh, you know, like I said, the foot bath. The thing with the foot bath was it bubbled, like it it moved the water around, but it didn't heat it. So you have to pour in already hot water, and then it. So would... you had the uh, rice cooker going. Well, we had a you... <laughs> we had a tea kettle because that was another thing that was. See, now I'm kind of going back, and I don't want to admit all the dumb stuff I bought. My roommate and I were like, "Oh, we're, let's get really into tea," so we bought like a tea like a like a water kettle this like tea stuff it was weird i don't know why we did it but dude i straight up had a i mean maybe this isn't that cool i think everybody has it but i was a big george foreman guy oh yeah on the vanity yeah and i would just be cooking up like grilled cheese every night dude sophomore year uh, a couple bodies and i we weren't they were restricted or one of them was restricted because uh of the wolfram alpha thing and he, what what we would do is go in and the the burgers and stuff. He was on the MWR staff, and the burgers and stuff that were left over from all the tailgates, they would just pile. So I don't know if you know this. I don't know if they still do it, but they would just pile them up. They would bring the leftovers in and just put them in their freezer. So by the end of football season, they would just have a ton of leftover stuff that was like months and months old. And then by the time they would do the tailgates and stuff in the quad or the barbecues in the quad. It wouldn't even be usable. Yeah. So we would cook them on a George Foreman in uh, my buddy's room and on like Sundays and just watch the NFL on like some like jacked stream. And uh, <laughs> first row sports. Yeah. Is my go to. And have to cover up the fire alarm because of all the, <laughs> the top grade sirloin beef that was cooking <laughs> on it. My brother in law actually, uh, he went to Navy. And he apparently senior year his big thing that got him in trouble was uh, he had like an array of cooking stuff. He had like a quesadilla maker, like a cotton nice. candy machine, a griddle, like all this stuff. And apparently they're pretty. Did like a little corn dog spinner. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. at the gas station. A slurpy machine and nacho dispen a nacho cheese dispenser. <laughs> but he had it all, and I guess he got in like pretty big trouble for that. Oh man, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, so uh, 2019 champion is online shopping. If you are Congrats, restricted Amazon. right now, go ahead and spend that sweet, sweet cadet paycheck on whatever you want on the internet. Um, I will say some of the dumbest purchases I made were right as a cadet were right after. Um, it was like right after recognition when I bought all the stuff. I like borrowed a guy's car and bought all the stuff that I thought I would that would be comforts of home, and that I thought would be really cool to have as an upperclassman. And I bought a Keurig. That was also when I bought my uh, mattress pads. But I bought a Keurig mattress pad. Uh, and I bought a cheap projector that broke after like two uses. 
online. And when I say cheap, it was still like 200 bucks, but that thing broke. And Keurigs make really weak coffee. I know they're like a huge thing in offices because they're easy to use, but that was terrible. Uh, the mattress pad did last me for the entire time that I was a cadet, so that was good. Wins and losses. Yeah, all right. Uh, so the second to last segment, spoken like a true cadet. And so we actually thought we were going to go under on time, so we didn't. We kind of included this at the end, but we're doing okay on the time. Uh, so spoken like a true cadet, spring break is coming up. I believe it's this weekend. Maybe it's next weekend, but seems late. Uh, the guys, at, all the cadets say, "Hey, I'm going to insert tropical place here for spring break," and then you get there and it's all cadets. This happened to me senior <laughs> year. I went to Cabo, and I thought I was being like real unique and out of the box by going to Cabo and me and my three buddies got down there and it was cadet central. Every bar we would go to, we'd run into cadets and then, and everybody makes that same dumb face. They're like, Oh, you're here. Like, Oh, this is crazy. And, uh, yeah, just seeing, I always think it's so weird. It's just, I don't know why this is like a big kind of whoa for me, but the fact that we were all from Colorado, like going to school in Colorado and we're, in the same place in a foreign country, just kind of by happenstance, is pretty wild. And well, so... I think it's it's kind of like uh, one. It's kind of like when you saw your middle school teacher in a grocery store. Yeah, you know, if because if they're not friends, if you're not friends with them, you don't really want to see them outside yeah. of the academy. And the other part to it is, no matter who you are, and maybe this is just me, but you almost feel like you're like, what are they doing here? You know, it's like, this is my thing. Like what, what are these, uh, what's this other group of cadets doing here? They're going to ruin it for everybody. So you don't necessarily want to see anybody, even some of the guys that like you're friends with, but not really close with. Yeah. Maybe they're in your major or something. Yeah. You're just, it's just like, I didn't want to see these guys here. This is weird. Yeah. And then everybody gets back and like the, like you thought everything that happened down there, we're going to stay down there. And then it just doesn't. And it's funny because what, what's hilarious, though, is when everybody gets back from spring break, you see the kids who have just the ridiculous sunburn lines and their voices are all raspy. They probably still have on the like the, the club bracelets, and they're like, what's up? This is my spring break. Then you have the kids who went to like do Habitat for Humanity, and they come back, and they're all like refreshed, and they had a rewarding experience, and you're just sitting there broke like, what? Uh, and so the the slash spoken like a true cadet I had was because I know there's a lot of sports that can't go is uh hey bro can you Venmo me for the yacht week payment uh Venmo was not around when we were cadets but the whole thing about how you have to if you're going on yacht week aka cadet week you basically have to start sending in payments in like January time frame leading up to yeah. it and so that was the main thing that caused me to just not go i was like i can't even wrap my brain around paying for something that's going to happen like six months from now which was again it's one of those things where it's like you and your friends do it you kind of keep it hush hush because you don't want people to know but if you think about it a thousand people roughly graduate at the same time they're all, I'd say half of them at least are going over to Europe for some extended period of time. They're all on 60 days of paid leave getting their first legitimate paycheck. Yeah. Naturally, it's going to be, everyone's going to migrate to the same thing. And that's going to be like, where's the party in the tropical type location? So it's like, a, you know, it's like mosquitoes going towards the light. 
uh, at nighttime. But again, it's just one of those things. You're like, ah, I didn't want to see these guys here. Yeah. Maybe we should just like streamline the entire thing and start our own yacht week for cadets. And then when they get there, there's nothing. And uh, we go viral. Oh, like the fire yeah, festival. Yeah. It's a good joke. I like it. <laughs> uh yeah so that's spoken like a true cadet cadets are always saying the darnest things i think it's it is funny too because cadets get into that mindset of like oh we have a week to go be regular college students let's go down there tell every girl we're pilots or tell every guy <laughs> and uh and just see how that plays out and it never works i don't People know don't but it was fun cabo Cabo's a cool place if anyone's going there uh please reach out i don't know why but just let, let me know how your Cabo experience was. All right, so that's uh, pretty much all we've got on this week's episode. It's going to get so tough. We're going to, we we have to be back next week. But, so we'll probably try to put out a podcast on Monday. But we need maybe more feedback in terms of what you guys want us to talk about. And we'll probably put out a feeler. Please send those because, again, we got messages when we missed a week. But none when we asked for people to tell us what to talk about so let's do that um and then what other stuff we got going on um we have minutes yeah let's do minutes you guys hear it every week or every other week or really whenever we get around to doing a podcast but go to fastneatbelowaverage.com fastneatbelow and then you're going to spell average avg fastneatbelowavg.com uh, we got a lot of good merch on there a lot of cool things like the challenge coin slash shotgun beer can opener we're gonna have some hot new koozies up on the site that we previewed this weekend on the snap on the instagram story so i think they're pretty humorous and they're very cadet focused cadet humor focused so um hopefully we'll have those up probably before the weekend starts yeah i love it um and that's really all we got. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. And Slash, if you're going on spring break, enjoy that. See ya. So, yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you got to Welcome to Thin Air. I want you to share.